Hey there, who wants to be more blessed? I do. This is the Something to Bless podcast. And on this show, we are going to talk all things faith, mindset, and behaviors. If I'm speaking your language, stick around. If we want to be more blessed, we got to give God something to work with. And I'm going to help you to do just that. Let's get into it. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's Barbara Ginn at barbaraginn.com. And if you're a new listener, welcome. So glad that you're here. If you are a regular listener, thank you for coming back. And you might notice the sound quality is a little different. My favorite mic broke suddenly out of nowhere. I kind of freaked out until I remembered I have a backup mic, but the quality is not the same. So this one I find picks up all the background noise and I live in the loudest neighborhood ever. I have the world's loudest mufflers going by with all these little race cars, big trucks, small trucks, planes overhead, birds right outside my window, crazy people talking as they walk by. It's a mess. So apologies in advance. All right, before we jump in, I do want to thank our sponsor. Our sponsor is the Today I Am Grateful Gratitude Journal. This is a 90-day journal and it has a place for you every single day to practice your gratitude muscle in less than five minutes. It has journal prompts, quotes, and affirmations throughout. It makes the perfect gift for you or someone that you care about. And also, if you have a team, it makes a great, great group gift. You can find the link for that in the show notes. It is also on Amazon, so find yours and grab it today. All right, we are talking about trusting the process. I love this topic because I've gotten really good at, about trusting the process in my life when I'm waiting for things to come about, but it's not easy. It's just not easy. So no matter what it is that you're waiting for or waiting on or going through, everything's a process. Everything takes time. There's nothing important or significant in life that happens in an instant. We know this. Let's look at babies. It takes almost 10 months for these babies to grow and develop before they're ready for the world. And I don't know about all of you mamas, but for me, that was not a pleasant experience. I remember just carrying everything, all the weight, all the baby, I mean, obviously the baby, but just it seemed to be 100% upfront in my belly. And so it put a lot of strain on my back. And I think with the first, I, it was easier. My body was more adaptable. I was a lot younger, but with the last two, it was not fun. But with all three, I was so excited. I was planning and looking forward to my new life with this baby. And that was exciting. That was fun. But when I do see pregos, I'm not going to lie, I'm always like, oh, poor lady, because I remember how uncomfortable it was for me. And my husband and I have talked before about our oldest who will be getting married soon. And I think that she'll want to start a family pretty, pretty soon afterwards. And she's a little bit of a drama queen. So I'm already a little concerned about how she might handle that. don't know. But you know what? She'll be aight. All right. What else takes time? A college degree. Okay. Four years if you're lucky. A lot of students are now taking five. And mine, and don't judge me, it took 13 years. I remember my dad used to 
mess with me and say that I should be a doctor by the time I graduated because of how long it was taking. But I was raising my kids, all right? What else? Marriage. You have to be in a relationship for a certain amount of time before you even get engaged. Some people are a little eager and they jump right in, but for most of us, it's a period of time before we're ready to tie the knot, right? Everything takes time and planning and patience in order for the right outcome anyway. And with a lot of these things that I'm mentioning here, we're excited. We're looking forward to something pleasant, so it can be a bit easier leading up to that big event, right? But what about when it's a situation that you're desperately waiting for a shift or a change to happen? Maybe it's your marriage or relationship, maybe it's your job situation, or maybe it's your finances, your health. Oh, and I do want to insert right here a major praise report. If you are a regular listener, you might remember me sharing about my best friend's daughter who was in a really terrible car accident while she was a pedestrian. She was crossing the street in a crosswalk and a car decided to not wait, go around, and he hit her. And it was really a bad accident. And well, if you want to call it that. Anyhow, she was in a coma in a vegetative state for several weeks. And I have to say that during that time, just naturally, thoughts would go dark. And then I would snap myself back into my faith and my hope and my praise. But what I'm thinking of right now is the hope that my friend displayed. I mean, that was that's her baby. So a mom doesn't ever give up, right? And she never gave up. And no matter what the signs were or no matter what the doctor said, she stuck it out every day with expectation of seeing her daughter restored and healed. And I'm so, so grateful to share that here we are, what are we, five months later? About almost, yeah, about five months later. And Jessica, who's my best friend's daughter, she's home. She's doing so well, still recovering. She is not fully healed from this accident, but she's alive and thriving. And my friend never lost sight of seeing her daughter well and living again, just like she is. So had to share that. And also as part of that whole process was legal paperwork that my friend had to get in place in order to have access and rights to her daughter, her daughter's health decisions. So that was not fun. And these types of situations are never fun. They're just not. But what if we started to look at them from a different angle? What if we started to see these times as periods of testing? How are we showing up while we wait? How are we treating others and ourselves during these times? Are we embracing each day for itself? Because every day is a gift. I hope that we all realize that. Psalm 118.24 says, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And on my not-so-good days, I have to reference back and speak out loud this and other verses like it. Because I just know that sometimes it's really easy to get caught up with our thoughts 
And then we end up missing out on the things that are right in front of us. And here's what I think. Every good thing to come requires time and a lot of times some trial if it's going to be right and good. The time that leads up to whatever it is that you're waiting on is really important. And I always try to remember not to forget that. There's always a lesson every single day when you're going through these experiences of waiting. And also this is the time, this time of waiting, when we have or or can have the most powerful growth if we're approaching it carefully. But we really have to walk with our eyes and our hearts open always, but especially during this time. So when it comes to waiting, I think it's hard. That's what I think. And I know that I usually want things to happen pretty quickly. And I think I speak for all of us that when we don't see things happening fast enough, we get all frazzled. We grow anxious, impatient, maybe a little bit angry or disgruntled, and don't even think that we're the only ones experiencing these things. Because I know when I feel all of those ways, it rubs off on everybody around me. It's an energy. It's an energy that we show up in and it has an impact on us and everybody around us. And this is when we miss out. I think that we're so distracted with all of these thoughts and feelings that we miss out on the lessons that are right in front of us. So let's talk about the process. So I, for one, I know what it feels like to be desperate for your marriage to get better or for your financial situation to improve or to get that perfect job or opportunity, and for a family member or someone that you love to be well. I know what all of these things feel like. And I understand what it feels like for your thoughts and your spirit to, again, just be consumed by these things where you just can't even seem to focus or think about other things. But what I've also come to learn is that the best thing that I can do while I pray for these things to come about is to just show up and be present in that day, be grateful because there's so much to be grateful for if you look hard enough and just be completely surrendered to God's timing and his plan. Proverbs 3.5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And this is what we all have to do. And if you're at an early stage in your faith that you might not find it so easy to trust in God with all your heart, and that's okay, you'll get there. But it starts with making a commitment every single day to grow in your relationship with God. And for me, I have found that the best way is reading the Bible and praying, but there's so many other ways that you can go about this. You can just start by reading a daily devotional online or have a book You can find a really powerful podcast or video on YouTube around maybe prayer or devotionals. But the key is you want to build a consistent connection with God because when you do, this is when your faith will grow and grow and grow until you learn to trust on him with all of you. It's inevitable. And it's honestly the best thing that you can do for yourself and your loved ones. So I remember when I first moved to Southern California and I couldn't find a a teaching job. I was getting so discouraged. But 
during that time is when I was having trouble in my marriage and then later came to find out that my husband was an addict and I had to pretty much become a single mom for several months and go through all of these trials during that time. And so later on, when I was able to look back, I saw that God orchestrated and put in place all of these things because there was no way I could carry a full-time teaching job going through all that. There was no way. And so that really opened my eyes and taught me to look at things differently. It's like if something is not working out or going the way that I hoped that it would, I know deep in my heart that there's a reason for it and I can actually be grateful now during those times. And if you pay attention, you will see the gifts and lessons in the process. And if you don't see them right away, you will later on. And that'll be your evidence for any every time moving forward. What I try to do during these times is just, I think I said this a little bit earlier, is just stay present, stay alert, and stay so grateful. And I find myself walking pretty much every day, with exception, of course, we all have our bad days. But with a spirit of expectation, and I embrace every single day, even when it's painful to do that. And again, I can look back and see all the times and all the ways that God planned things out for a good later on. So I can thank God right now for what he's teaching me and showing me, even if my eyes can't see it through these periods of waiting, and thank him for all the good to come because I know that it will. And I won't even accept that there's any other option. I have to believe things will be better, that things will work out, because that's who God is, and that's what he wants for all of us. But he does want us to lean on him and trust him with our whole heart. There used to be a saying in a gym that I went to back where I lived before. It had something to do with discomfort and growth. But basically, there's no growth without discomfort. That doesn't happen. Nothing that happens along the way is ever in vain. Another verse is 27, or sorry, Psalm 27, 9, 14. It says, wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. And I always love referring to scripture because it is the truth. And for me, truth equals power. So I know that if God says something, it's what he says. He never changes. He never exaggerates. He never breaks a promise. And also, because it is in the Bible, it is his word, he says, he tells us to be strong and take heart. I know that we're able to be strong and we're able to take heart. And so I just, I'm always encouraged by those things. And in those times where God allows something to be removed from us or keeps us waiting, it's usually because he has something so much better in store for us. So that's where I try to keep my thoughts is like, okay, this is not working out. This is not happening yet. There's something really good ahead. And I try to keep my, my thoughts there. The sad truth is that a lot of us will put off spending time with or turning to God until something goes wrong. And even though he accepts us with arms wide open, if these are the only times that we're really seeking him, then you can expect his work to be very limited in your life. So if you do find yourself in a season of waiting or transition, just remember, a delay does not mean a denial. 
Disappointments do not mean that those are dead ends. These things can actually serve sort of like as a doorway to deeper hope, deeper faith, deeper trust in God. His way, His plan, His timing for everything. And everything turns out exactly as it should. And maybe you don't even need a shift in the way things are, at least immediately. Maybe you just need to show up differently right where you are. So think about that. Sharpen your thoughts, build your strength, develop that spiritual muscle and prepare. It actually takes a lot of faith and courage to stay where you are uh, and wait it out. But if you hang in there and you have the right attitude, the right mindset, you will see the reward of your patience and your trust. So hang in there, my friends. Stay alert. Draw close to God during this season of waiting and everything will come together as it should. Trust the process and know that every day is a day for you to be built up for what's ahead. So I hope that you get excited about the good that is coming your way and I'm excited for you. All right, I hope that was helpful to somebody out there. And if you haven't already subscribed to the show, subscribe and also share it with a friend. All right, you guys, take care and I will see you here again next week. Until then, be a blessing and be blessed. Hold up, wait a minute. If you are ready to go from confusion and uncertainty to clarity and confidence, then you just might be the perfect fit for my mentorship. Learn more about my transformational coaching program by heading over to barbaragian.com and book your free call today. Nothing changes if nothing changes, people. See you over there.